0: Tuesday, Stilton, Vandermeer, or Slitherly.
1: <laughs> Slitherly is a nice name. I think it may just be lazy and use the same module, but put you in a different position. <laughs> just open the same old document
2: how many items were we supposed to roll for six
1: yeah so if you're on step four it's it's six items and of course again because i think it's funny uh don't do step five we'll, we'll make you roll for two weapon items and two two dress items
2: how is the animal scent an item i guess yes you've got the glands of some animal
1: uh, that sounds fine to me
0: <laughs> three four and six six i gonna be very handy with my hammer and hinge, drill and shovel.
2: I think I'm playing uh, that character that Rev played in your "Don't Rest Your Hammer," <laughs> brutish grave digger.
1: <laughs> and you ask yourself, why is he carrying animal scent?
2: <laughs> he's also got a bear trap, so he does some hunting or something
1: when he's not digging graves. Does he come with a? shovel. Yes, he does. Wow. Who (laughs) shovels? That's that's some good uh, synergy between the random (laughs) random results.
0: I also have a vial of acid, but I also have acid scars. I'm statuesque with acid scars. (laughs) I'm a slave, but I'm dressed in haute couture. I have a sarcastic personality and I whisper.
2: You whisper and I mumble. We never understand each other. (laughs)
1: This is going to be great for a podcast.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't even have to work at that one since I mumble most of the time anyway.
1: (laughs) So for stuff, uh, we're going to go down to treasure and equipment. What should we do?
2: I do have a spell.
1: Oh, okay, cool. can roll that, of course.
2: Or is there... Well, now, though, looking at the character, I'm thinking maybe spell is not a good fit for him.
1: He's, he's not into the grave dust and the juju bags and, and that stuff.
2: It would have to be something very primitive. No learning of, reading of anything.
1: Yeah, like folkloric um, stuff, maybe.
2: Let's see what he gets.
1: Taught by a ghost. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> or, you know, he, he buried some magic user and he took his magic ring. The... <laughs> there
1: you go. Yeah.
2: Do you want to do start and stuff?
1: Okay. Page seven uh, is the Treasures and equipment. So there are two categories that we're going to roll for. Two times on the worn items and two times on the weapon items. You can switch one roll on the weapon items to have a shield at your leisure. And then you can have, like, lovely combinations like, you know, a shield and a blowpipe.
2: I wonder who was buried in their plate mail that I was able to steal it. (laughs) Some great hero,
1: no doubt. I mean, I don't don't assume that you were a gravedigger yesterday. (laughs) Helmet. There, there may have been some graves that you could have, uh, you know, exploited. Uh, you knew about. You know, you knew some graveyards could adventure in. But that's good. So that would be heavy armor. Yeah,
2: outfit to be a hero with plate mail, helmet, flail, and a flanged mace.
0: Well, I rolled for my starting feature, and it said uh, plus one attack, but I'm second guessing that now because I got like a cloak and a veil and a blowpipe. So, maybe I should be like a roof runner or a, a finger smith sort of a person. Go more roguish.
1: Combat, combat is for the attack roll, right? So, hitting with a blowpipe would be yeah. a plus for that.
0: So, I might as well keep the attack bonus and rely on my wits for uh, getting around situations if I want to not fight.
1: Your call. Okay, so for
2: spell, what if you roll? For primary effect and then ethereal element plus physical chaos (laughs) sounds promising cauldron chaos cauldron
1: (laughs) okay well um i'm gonna enjoy seeing you interpret that one sure
2: there will be an opportunity
1: there's gonna have to be yeah all
2: right i think that's it then right
1: uh it should be for you and you got through all your stuff right ted yeah i think so okay so your tuesday yeah
2: there, was there a random name generator in here, or
1: there is? There is. Let's start you guys up at level two, so you can add, you can up your max health by two, and you can add one to a to an ability of your choice, toughen you guys up a little. Considering you you don't have a third or fourth friend. <laughs> Did you get undersized? <laughs> yeah,
2: he's got the plate mail, but it was from a little smaller guy than him. <laughs>
1: Good armor, though. That's good. Tuesday. What what is this hot couture that you're wearing? Is Tuesday a woman or a man or what are we dealing with? I'm
0: quite sure because they can't see my face when I've got on this really great suit, but also this sort of uh, turban thing that kind of hangs down and has a veil in front to cover my face. But I am thinking that this is a male character.
1: All right. So same same crazy uh land area as last time we played Maze Rats. It's this it's supposed to be, you know, southern Scandinavia in in or maybe northern British Isles in terms of climate, right? But instead it's uh it's this mess of um, rebelling nature spirits creating this uh North African um heat, a lot of the vegetation uh, is much more like the Paleozoic than than in any contemporary or medieval stuff. Lepidodendrons and, and horsetails and giant insects and crazy stuff. Anyway, you guys have heard that there is a an artifact of immense power which a lot of people have been looking for across the land. It used to be in the possession of a family of madmen. Uh, you believe that's that's the rumor anyway but it has since uh, slipped away from them and coming to, into the possession of a, of a sorcerer. The sorcerer has taken refuge in uh, this mountain fastness. You have ascended the lower hills and come up into uh, some of the higher plateaus in the mountain range. Before you is a a uh, kind of high plateau. There's uh, There are hardly any trees, anything at all. It's uh, kind of bare bones and dry. The ground is cracked. Ahead, maybe a hundred yards or so ahead, there's a large cave opening up in the in the mountain. And um, before this cave, or rather, slumped against the wall, the the outer wall again. Uh, this cave is a an enormous person. Maybe not a giant uh, in the in the D and D sense, but uh, maybe a half giant or something. This person is is easily nine, 10 foot tall, very broad heavy of, of limb has kind of ill-fitting garments on appears to be kind of half snoozing and this as you've been told is the mountain dwelling this is the entrance to the mountain dwelling of this this sorcerer that has uh, this object of power which supposedly has the power to well empower people and if you don't want to use them use it yourself there there would be a wealth of people willing to shower you in their wealth to get it or just, you know, stab you for it, as it goes. But here you are, for whatever reason. <laughs> well, ever you're interested in this, here you are. What do you do?
0: The best security money can buy.
2: Sneak over there and finish him off, or?
0: From the luck of it, we could probably go in the door and he wouldn't wake up. But, yeah, that might be a bit foolhardy for me. I don't know. Let's do a sneak up to that door.
1: So when I say door, what I mean is, like, the, it's this huge cave opening.
0: So there's no hinges to mess with. We just, no. just go in.
1: There, there's not even a door. Like, there's not a, anything like that. It's just a cave cave opening. And he's he's sleeping against one of the inside walls or snoozing or slumbering or daydreaming or whatever he's, he's doing. And he's not big enough to cover all of the cave opening. So if you're very, very quiet, you could conceivably maybe sneak by. Be wild hunting amulets,
0: and uh, I lightfoot my way over there. Not being in plate mail, this should be a breeze.
1: All right. So, since I didn't hear what you were whispering, um, what is your intent?
0: Oh, we're being very, very quiet, because we're hunting amulets and sorcerers, and so I am going to sneak over there, light pad it, and because I am not wearing plate mail or anything, this should be a breeze. Let's see if I can edge past him.
1: Okay, I'll I'll give you an advantage die on your danger roll. See if you get if you manage to slip by. You're just gonna leave Horg your 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 friend behind.
0: Well, show him how it's done first.
1: Oh, okay, I see.
0: And see if uh, see if that helps him. So the danger roll is a two d six.
1: It is, and this would be Dex, I believe.
0: How would I represent advantage there? Three d six.
1: Uh, yes, right, and you count the two highest.
0: Oh, and it's stacks, so that is a straight plus one. All right, so I've got a nine there.
1: Okay, I do believe you need a ten to succeed. To you. Uh, yes. So, you start moving into the shade of the cave, and once you have stepped into the shade and you're inside, one of the eyeballs on this half giant opens up, and he uh, clears his throat. Emphatically.
0: Well, respectfully, uh, crouch before him. <laughs> A good day to you, sir. Oh, he whisper loudly.
1: <laughs> good day. Who are you? Tuesday. Strange name. I am Khan! And the cave echoes as he says, Khan. This is the, uh, the dwelling of my father. Uh, what business have you with him?
0: What's your father's name? <laughs> he
1: says, my father is the great sorcerer Heimel, of course. Well, very good. It means that
0: we have the right cave.
1: Oh, well, what do you want with him?
0: Well, you see you see how I go around with this cloth over my face. You cannot see my face. That is because I have been so horribly scarred. And I heard far and wide the fame of Heimel. And I was hoping that he might be able to help remedy those scars, if he's got some magic remedy to make me a beautiful and handsome man again. And I was hoping to negotiate with him to obtain such healing.
1: So Khan, the half-giant, begins to laugh loudly, echoing in the cave. And he says, Very well, disfigured one. If you can reach my father in his dwelling, you may bring your request to him. I will not stop you. by your magnanimity, Khan. Do not presume that I am doing you a favor, disfigured one.
0: Then I'll consider myself
1: warned. Is your metal friend coming along?
0: Every time I try to speak for him, I often find myself proven wrong. So, are you coming?
2: Come stumbling out of the shrubs.
1: <laughs> Con pinches his giant nose. Sweet as the spring flowers.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with him.
1: Good. Oh, good luck.
2: Any advice beyond good luck?
1: Don't fall in the water.
2: I try to
1: avoid that.
0: Looking forward to a bit of a bath. <laughs>
1: He smiles a toothy, ugly smile <laughs> points toward the um, the deeper cave. I proceed forward. I
2: let him proceed forward.
1: You remain with, with Khan?
2: <laughs> no, I would let him
1: lead. Oh I see. Okay. You descend the cave. It becomes a little smaller. Uh not much though. Uh it's still large enough to easily accommodate um Khan. After half a minute or so you come to a crossroads in the cave. And the light is beginning to dim significantly, although there is some some light to the right. The the cave splits off in two directions. So one smaller, narrower corridor to the left and one broad to the right. And the rightmost has, uh, the right one, I rather, has uh, some warm light spilling out. Do you guys have lanterns and such, by the way? I
2: have torches.
1: Oh, you have torches. torch, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't have any lanterns or torches. But at least you have acid. Yes. Okay, so right or left?
2: Should we see what we can see first? The lighted one?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so you peer around the corner there.
0: Obviously, that's the inhabited portion, so.
1: You see a large cave, considerably uh, sized cave. The ceiling is maybe 30 foot up from the floor. There's a glowing hearth in one wall. Uh, you can see a big bed. you can see a table, and you can see two chairs, clearly in the dimensions suited for Khan. Looks fairly cosy for being a cave dwelling. Bed is stacked with uh, straw and and furs. and to the north the north wall, so to speak, is uh, it has a a smaller corridor which does not appear to be sized for a giant or half giant. You don't see a door, but you don't see any, any light in there. Continue this way.
0: I'm almost t- tempted to take a load off. It's been quite a walk up here. I just got to climb up the five or six feet to that chair.
1: <laughs> it's relatively cool in here compared to the outside, so that's nice.
0: Maybe peer down that dark hallway and see if my eyes can adjust.
1: Uh, do you mean the one that connects to the north? Yes. Moving over there, you can peer into a what looks like a dark... It looks moist like the walls look look uh, uh, wet the shape uh, looks to be kind of oval or moving out a bit before your eyes fail you
0: what was talking about must be through here
1: I seem to perceive that uh, about 20 foot feet into the the cave this this corridor the floor falls away to right and left and it leaves kind of a string like a meter wide Slightly uh, above a yard in in breadth. Uh, I don't want to say bridge, but it's like a lip. Or not a lip, but a a little brink. (laughs) Like a little walkway. Very narrow. It's probably slick
0: limestone, too. So, yeah, that would be slip-slidey fun going through there. Is there any other ways out of this nice bedroom for Khan? Well,
1: you can go back and you can go to the left instead of to the right into Khan's bedroom.
0: Should we go back to the first fork? Sure. Okay, let's go back to the first fork and see if our eyes can adjust to what we can see down the left.
1: Uh, would you like Do you like the torch or something? So you can actually see. Sure. So, um, this is a considerably smaller tunnel. It's a little over six foot in height to the ceiling. The walls, as you move into it and look into it, uh, are... Kind of decorated by um, various like grotesque bar reliefs that kind of jut out from the wall. Of various weird creatures, mandibled and horned. Every once in a while, there's uh, also a skeleton that seems to have been nailed with iron nails into the wall. It proceeds maybe well a good long bit before you can perceive a turn to the to the north.
2: The skeletons nailed to the look like they were like placed and nailed there or should i be looking for like something shooting nails to people walking through the the corner
1: i know it it does not look like (laughs) it does not look like they they stepped on something and then iron nails shot out and nailed them to the wall they look like remains that have been purposely hammered into the wall so to speak
0: i never did understand this
1: modern art
0: Mandible thing. What is that even supposed to be?
1: Well, you have heard some disturbing stories about otherworldly critters, but that's just ghost stories and stuff, right?
0: Of course. I mean, it does seem to have a taste for the
2: macabre. Any preference? This lovely corridor or the lovely, <laughs> uh, flippery, uh.
0: Far be it for me to take the sorcerer's son at his word, but yeah, I think I'd like to stay out of the water. So on through the macabre art gallery.
1: So as you approach the north turn, uh, you hear the kind of click clacking of bony feet on the floor behind you. All right. Somebody needs a pedicure. Look back. Yeah, the the skeletons are peeling themselves off the wall, standing upright, and they're they're coming after you.
2: So somebody did an inadequate job of nailing them to the, the wall. Yes. (laughs) That's <laughs> nah, just shoddy craftsmanship there.
0: And here I was thinking he was an artist.
1: <laughs> He's just an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> well,
0: I've got a hammer, but it wasn't made for this. But a hatchet's got a blunt side, right? So fish out the hatchet and uh, make ready to defend myself.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'll go charging with, with my mace or flail. Be equally good in this situation, I think.
1: Absolutely. Perfect implements. Let's do, I guess, initiative. That's how you do this. So, as a d6, and we're rolling for a side each. So, whoever one of you can roll a d6, and I'm going to roll a d6. We're going to determine who gets the highest, and that one gets to go. F- oh, okay. I rolled a six. Skeletons go first. Now, luckily, this is a fairly narrow corridor. So, they are not able to attack you all at once. And you're not able to effectively fight side by side either. So, you know. One of you is essentially safe. And so since Horg rushed in ahead, I'm going to say the first skeleton attacks you. Now, that is a roll, and I have to roll your armor, right? That's how this works. Let's see, six is the basis. You have plus two for your armor, so eight. You don't have a shield, right? Mm. No. So let's do 2d6 for the skeleton. So eight exactly, which is your armor. Fails to uh, to um, inflict any any harm. Probably like <laughs> hammers ineffectively against your your plate, your helmet. Yeah, they
2: armed with anything, or are they just using their.
1: No, they're they're empty-handed. Uh, they're they're trying to reach for you, trying to uh, strangle you or or beat at you with their their bony fists.
2: Then I will try to smash their uh, bones into dust.
1: I'll give you a uh, an advantage for having a perfect implement.
2: And then do I add my strength to it?
1: Uh no. Uh attack roll. Attack bonus. It is the one thing you choose in the starting feature. So a plus one attack bonus or single spell slot. Or... Oh okay. But you have advantage, right? So three dice take the two best. Two best to be ten. Oh, seven seven above what you needed. <laughs> I'd say I'd say you smash two of them. Smash the first one. You get you get the opportunity to smash the second one as well. And there are two more waiting to get at you. What is our uh, our, our blowgun person doing? I thinking about that blowgun.
0: I am looking about for pebbles or failing that. Any kind of rock I can get in my hand.
1: Oh, easily. Sure. There, there are all kinds of like little crappy gravel stuff, that potentially. Let's
0: put a pebble in the blowgun. Small enough that it's not going to jam. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Either blow through it or like swing it around so that it comes out the other end, kind of like a sling, and see if uh, we can dislodge an essential vertebra or something on one of these things.
1: You'd pretty much have to blow, uh, given the.
0: Yeah, because I'd have no accuracy like swinging this thing around. We'll try that. I'm going to launch a. I'm going to launch a out of one of these things.
1: I'm going to give you disadvantage, but you're you're still going to be able to do it.
0: Next round, I'll uh I'll just go for something I can throw with my hand. Except I got a 10.
1: Well, well, well. Describe to me how this pebble disrupts and destroys one of the skeletons.
0: It comes in at just the right angle and knocks one of the vertebrae right out of its neck, and the skull clatters off down to the floor, and the uh, integrity of the rest of the thing just sort of collapses once the skull is off.
1: That's some shoddy skeleton craftsmanship.
0: Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> not only
0: not an artist, but not much of a craftsman either.
1: <laughs> New round. I'm going to roll a d6 for the remaining skeleton. That's a three. Okay. Horg, do your thing.
2: Still have advantage.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Nine. Nine. Yeah, I think that's enough to, to smash the last one.
2: Whooping the flail around and smacking bits away. Some Excellent. shards flying.
1: <laughs> I'm seeing that scene from Army of Darkness when uh, Henry of the Red comes in. <laughs> I think they put like uh, gypsum or like flour in the in the skulls <laughs> when he comes in with his flail, like, ah! <laughs> not that it matters, but I need to remind myself to apply
0: my attack bonus next time.
1: Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Do not forget. Not that you needed it this time, but <laughs> that was one determined little pebble. So you have You have defeated the the inferior safety or or frustration mechanism, whatever you want to think of it as, of the skeletons in this passage. None of the other skeletons appear to be animating.
2: Yeah, I'd smash them anyway.:
1: <laughs> Just to be safe, of course.. Yes. Well, that's probably sound thinking. You've defeated the scary corridor the the turn to the north, if you peer peer around the corner. So there's a little room it's about. 10 foot to the ceiling. The walls appear to be very dark, almost black, and they glitter a bit like they're full of uh, full of mineral. Other than that, it looks like an ordinary room, no particular thing. Beyond it, you see a little corridor which leads to a cave which appears to be lit with uh, torches.
0: Straight into the very safe, dimly lit next chamber.
1: All right, I don't think anything happens it's totally cool you can pass through it and into the corridor leading to the cave horg what do you do i'll follow the moment you step into the room uh you feel a strong force pulling you in well just about every direction but one wins out and uh it appears that you know you're being pulled by your armor to the wall give me a danger roll with with the strength here to uh Force yourself free and, and and move in the direction you want to move. Yeah, thirteen. Very good. Okay, so with some uh, some effort, you manage to defeat the powerful magnetism question mark, sucking you uh, closer to the walls, and uh, you carry your thre- yourself into the the adjoining corridor. This would have been much harder if we would have followed the old rules. Speed <laughs> hey, demon
0: practically knocking me over. I can hardly stay ahead of
1: you. <laughs> so ahead of you is a um, a cave about the same height. It is kind of an oval. Uh, so you're coming in at the bottom of the oval, lit by torches. Uh, and in the center of the room, uh, you now notice there is a figure seated. They appear to be naked. They have kind of a an odd kind of a reddish, grayish skin tone and horns. Uh, and they appear to be chained to the floor by a, like a, there's a chain coming up to a collar, a metal collar around the, around the neck. The figure slowly turns when you appear and you can see these. That's
0: not Haimu unless he's a really free spirit. <laughs> but I'm not going to shame.
1: He likes to chain himself up in caves, <laughs> naked, <laughs> for no reason. You can see beyond him uh, that there's an oak door at the, the very end of the this cave. Now that you're coming closer and he turns and sees you, he slowly comes to his feet. Greetings. Yeah, I'll
0: raise a hand and stage whisper, lovely, nice, cool day, isn't it? <laughs> so show me the sign. Maybe we should have unbolted one of those things back in the uh, art gallery. Maybe one of them was...
2: You've got to guess.
0: Okay. Raise my hand and put some fingers together and hold some other fingers apart and maybe do kind of this live long and prosper thing and do a quasi, like, arcane gesture. Are you throwing gang signs? What
1: are you doing? (laughs) I am throwing a gang sign, yes.
0: (laughs) I'm just totally shooting in the dark for a sign.
1: The demon, because it's certainly a demon, rolls his eyes and says, that is not the sign.
0: Well, you can't blame me for trying, can you?
1: Return when you have the sign.
0: Should we go back and ask Khan?
1: Where is the sign? You should have it with you. That's how this works. Fetch quest. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't have the sign, I can't let you pass. Well, wouldn't want to stop you from doing your job. He kicks the chain a bit like he's not very fond of it.
2: Some powerful magic's holding you there?
1: Well... I can't break this. I how much time it would take, and how much it would
0: take, given that I am clearly a master of acid's use. <laughs> 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 to use my vial of acid to corrode one of the
1: links of the chain and break him out. I mean, it could be done. You'd have to use the vial, but, but it could be done.
0: I would seek his permission first.
2: If we were to free you...
0: Would that be a sign?
2: What would you do?
1: If you were to free me and he kind of looks between the two of you and and he mulls over what he, who he's he's supposed to answer first maybe i would be grateful maybe i wouldn't worry so much about the sign
0: so we do the dramatic uh let me consult with my colleague a moment and we turn our backs and put my hand my arm around the shoulder and he's like he seems like he's on the level right <laughs>
2: Am I feeling a, a good, trustworthy vibe from this demon?
0: <laughs> so, I guess I have to get unsarcastic for a minute and ask you really think I should break him out? Worth trying?
2: Sure, why not? What could possibly go wrong? <sighs> if you can weaken a chain, you might be able to smash it open with that mace.
0: You'd lose my immortal soul, but I probably wasn't using it anyway. Bring out the vial of acid and. Let him see what it is and approach consciously and say, okay, I'm going to use this to corrode one of the links in the chain, and uh, then we'll see if we can smash it.
1: Yeah, he lets you do it. Pour the acid, it uh, starts eating and corroding away at the link. It's going pretty well.
2: So what's beyond the door? Since obviously we're not worrying about the sign, and we can go after this and we can go ahead.
1: Oh, you're asking the demon? Yeah, yeah, I talked chatting with him while we're waiting for the acid to eat. He squints at you for a moment, um, and he says, another door. Not terribly helpful. I'm not free yet, and you haven't seen what's beyond. So far, it's been our lucky day.
2: I'm guessing you have.
1: Sometimes, people come through with a sign. They open the door, go through the other door. Sometimes I have to close the door behind them. Oh, inconsiderate. Shakes his head. You know. I was thinking of eating the two of you, but I think maybe you are going to be more of a pain in the ass for Hymo if I let you live. So, yeah, just go through the door and then go through the other door and you'll find him.
0: All right, I think we've uh, maybe gotten far enough on this. Maybe wrap a rag around your mace head or something. and
2: Oh, well, I, I guess I do have a hammer too, which might be. Yeah, yeah. We'll hammer at it to see if we can break it.
1: So, if it comes loose. He holds the little uh, chain end and whips it around a little. Smiles toothily. Says, thank you. And and as the you extends, he kind of, he seems to lose substance and become kind of a weird blob that dissolves before you. And like that, he's gone. And the chain bit clatters to the ground. I do
0: have blobs like that. Maybe the chain was a bit of a favor. But, you know... Not gonna argue. All right. It has been a lucky day. <laughs> Next door.
1: Okay. It's unlocked. I mean it's finally wrought, but it's just a door, right? So you open it and you enter a small room.
0: Let's not forget to close it.
1: Right. I mean, well, he doesn't care anymore, obviously. But mm. so there's a very small square room in here. It's about the size of the the one you pass through with the, the weird magnet uh quality. And straight ahead there is a Two meters by one meter large mirror, uh, framed in gold. See yourselves. You can see the corridor behind you, uh, or the door if you close the door, and nothing else. It's a bare, boring, chopped out, uh, hewn out uh, cave room in every other respect.
0: So rarely that I get to see how great my outfit is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does look pretty great.
0: I was being a little shoddy, a little threadmore. What do you think?
2: I'm not a great judge of uh, sartorial splendor, as I stand there in my ill-fitting armor.
0: Some bits of you. No, you couldn't be more the picture of the dashing knightly gentleman.
2: I guess go over
1: to the mirror. You're in front of the mirror, and it reflects you in all your ingloriousness.
2: We'll take the hammer and <laughs> lightly tap the 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 mirror
1: okay, uh yeah, it it does what you expect a mirror to do when you tap it lightly with a hammer.
0: so there was just the door and the mirror, or is there a second door? Nope, no second door.
1: There's only one door into this room, and the only other thing in this room is the mirror. I'll
0: touch the mirror and close my eyes. It
1: feels cold to the touch, like a mirror that's been h- hanging in a uh, cold stone room for a long time.
0: Turn around, open my eyes, and go open the door.
1: Right. You open the door. You see the corridor outside. The broken chain. Close the door again and go back to the mirror.
2: I'll try to uh, reach for the door in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only other door here.
1: Unfortunately, you are not. Uh, you don't have the um, the span. Unless of course you 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 go to the door and you see yourself in the mirror and you open the door, right, in the mirror. Then uh of course that you can do. And yeah, you the door opens, you see the corridor outside with the the chain, broken chain.
2: The mirror reflect uh, that corridor as well. Or... Yes. Go up and touch the mirror. Is that uh feels like it's just a mirror. Yeah. Let me try to see how the the mirror is uh secured to the wall here.
1: Hmm. I think it's probably fitted into, like, a very small, like, depression. I mean, you could you could try to, like, get a knife or something between and, and move it if you, if you wanted to. But then it would come loose from the wall. Any
2: ideas?
0: I'm
1: absolutely
0: flooded with them. I always said when I was younger I could have been a sorcerer.
2: I'll use some of those magic powers here.
0: I'll go back to the door, and I'll take out my chalk, and I will write the word open. Backwards on the door.
1: <laughs> ah, that's beautiful. Okay. So you do. Backwards. So it says open in, in the mirror. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> you know, as you've finished writing this and you're looking back and forth, it, is, it strikes you that, that you've heard tales that demons aren't usually the nicest people in the world, and they often like to omit things to get their way, right? Yeah.
0: No, I am the terp- sharpest tool in the shed today.
1: <laughs> probably, if this is a door, like if this mirror is some, if there's something with the mirror, like you probably probably need something to activate it.
2: Yeah, I need the damn
1: sign anyway. <laughs> At least the demon is grateful.
2: The creator of this dungeon is riddling us into. Uh... <laughs> he
0: wanted that demon to go free, didn't he? <laughs> Not playing into his hands. But, yeah, let's go back and talk to Khan again.:
1: I want to go talk to Khan, okay. <laughs> so you make it through the corridor. The bone fragments are still there. They haven't moved or or been uh, you know resuspended on the walls or anything. Come out to the the opening. There you have Khan standing up, stretching, scratching his butt. What do you say
0: yeah we've uh we've heard something about a sign, and we're feeling a little stymied.:
1: Oh, did you speak with a demon?
0: Yeah, we spoke with a naked guy with horns, and I figure that's probably what he was?
1: Well, yes. He's supposed to guard the exit. He's
0: guarding the exit.
1: I understand you are seeking my, my father's uh, advice by petition, but uh, usually one comes upon invitation.
0: And this was unsolicited.
1: True. I mean, you can go in through the exit, but you would have the, to use the sign.
0: So one normally goes in the entrance... And if they're free to leave, they're given the sign so they can leave.
1: Well, the sign has usually been issued beforehand
0: in the invitation letter.
1: He smiles. Yes, yes, in the invitation letter.
0: Well, I guess there's nothing for it but to uh, go back to go back to Oter and uh,
1: and go through the channels and write to him.
2: So, so we wouldn't be able to leave because we didn't have the sign.
1: I'm sure my father will give you something to to leave with once you have made your petition, if you do not anger him. You could have brought more expensive gifts.
2: I'm sure you will charm him with your winning personality.
0: And
1: your smashing dress. Yes.
0: You <laughs> have to prove gentlemen like this. People can't help but feel good inside.
1: <laughs> well, don't fall in the water. I guess we'll have to go the water
0: this time to bring your Metal spike cleats and a couple of poles. I did not. We'll figure something out.
2: Let's head back in. And in Colin's uh, room there, there's something we can use as a rope, like he furs on his bed or something.
1: <laughs> and I guess you could cut them up.
0: They had to kill five woolly mammoths to make that
1: like <laughs> you, you could cut them up or you could, um, I don't know, weave a rope from the straw in his bed or something. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be a time-consuming thing, in any case.
2: Well, let's go look at this thing that we're going to fall into the water in.
1: Time to light the torch again, then. Next passage is dark. Okay. So you move into the um, the corridor that uh, leads north from uh, Khan's room. It uh, broadens out the deeper in you get. And as it broadens, it uh, like I said, it, the floor falls away so that you only have that yard width of floor to walk on. It's kind of, it's slick and wet, uh, and you can hear water beneath you. And if you like hold the torch out, you can see kind of glittering down beneath. There's a pool to either side of this central walkway.
2: Let me see how far it is across?
1: Yeah, so there, you've crossed about a third. Um, yeah, it'd be maybe 50 feet all across. Uh, so you've crossed, uh, you know, maybe 20 1520. You can see, uh, you can see like a, uh, an opening in the other side, a doorway, not a door. A shovel. What was that about a shovel? I'm wondering how long the handle is.
0: Probably not long enough to use as one of those uh, acrobats' poles.
2: Well, it's a meter wide, so balance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just normal balance is not going to be an issue. It's whatever is going to try to shove us into the water.
1: Yeah, unless you think that. <laughs> As you reach about the halfway mark, you hear a, a collection of ah! As five goblins rush out onto this um, walkway, uh, waving little hewing knives and uh, and and wicker shields above their heads. A nice thing is that they're coming one by one. Who is going first? Yes, who is going first?
2: I think my strategy is to give ground to where we'd be, you know, at the beginning of the the bridge
1: part.
0: Have them come all the way across and we can go two to one. Yeah. I like that.
1: Okay. <laughs> so you rush back. They they go like uh, two thirds about two thirds? And then they turn and they, they run back and they're giggling.
0: Well, as they turn let's whip out that blood pipe. <laughs> Catch one of them in the back. <laughs>
1: Just, just make a, a, a an attack roll. Don't don't worry about initiative. Eight. Ah, that's enough. You peg one of the goblins. What what are you shooting with your blowgun?
0: I imagine that I've got some darts.
1: Deadly poison darts.
0: <laughs> it's the most appropriate uh, thing to use with this. Sure.
1: All right. You, you want them to be deadly poison darts? Yes. Okay. So your deadly poison dart hits one of them in the ass, uh, and he goes ah. Uh, and he stumbles, and he falls uh, to the left, and you hear him screaming, and there's a splash, and then there's kind of a weird roar, like uh, some kind of beast, and more splashing, echoing, throughout the cave, and the others leg it. <laughs> they, stop, they stop giggling at you, and then they leg it for the other side. So we're going to press forward. Okay, attack, 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 or? When they turn their backs
2: and start running, I think and I say, uh, let's take them, and I charge at their back,
1: like Han Solo at the stormtroopers. Okay. Yeah,
2: worked for him.
1: <laughs> Are you screaming as you're doing it? No, no. Okay, obviously you peg the goblin first, and then then you start your your run. So they're barely across when you're when you're almost upon them, right? And you can see them reaching in for for like spears that are against the standing against the side, but they don't have time to arm themselves before you're in among them right on the other side. So now we can do initiative. There's, which is terrible, which is very appropriate. What, what, what do you do, Horg?
2: I will lay about them with the flail. <laughs> Laugh at me. <laughs> Here's a 10.
1: I think you peg one of them. You down one of them. Drops his wicker shield, falls, falls away. So that leaves three. What is our blowgunner doing? Time to send deadly poison darts in to a melee where my
0: compatriot is taking part. So go in with a hatchet
1: like a maniac. All right. So make a make a regular uh, attack roll then. Seven. Okay. I think uh, this particular goblin denies you with a raising of his wicker shield. That kind of frenzied uh, defense as you're pushing them further into the uh, the other side, uh, and they kind of they kind of end up being cornered against a wall, uh, where this this opening divides into uh, a rightward corridor and a leftward corridor, and so you have them up against the wall to the north. And now they're th- it's their turn. They're the most scared of uh, of Horg right now, so let's see. Uh, that's terrible. That's not enough, and that's certainly not enough. So they're flailing in a in a panicked way. Their new initiative is four. So I guess maybe being being pushed up against the wall isn't uh, isn't too good. So that's not enough to hit Horg. That's not enough to hit Horg, and that's not enough to damage Horg. They are they are sp- hitting you with their little goblin implements, and, and they're just clanking off your armor where you have your butchers' sized armor, <laughs> or off your helmet. You're go.
2: All right. If they're, I will keep smashing them if they keep attacking me.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're, they're just, Horribly terrified. Horrified. Okay, they managed to put up um, a decent defense this time. Maybe being up against the wall and holding the shields in front of them, they can't get an effective attack, but also it's a little harder to actually smash them. Let's see our haute couture gent.
0: Wicker shouldn't hold up long. Let's cut up the wicker shield that is in front of me.
1: Okay, so I think you you managed to hack through the, the shield and, uh, and uh, hack right into the goblin. So now there are only two goblins left. There's no, like, morale thing, is there, in this thing? There's NPC
2: reactions, but seems no oh, NPC morale.
1: So it says up here, when MC or Hulling faces more danger than they're expecting, will danger roll, see if they rout or beg for mercy. Okay, let's do a will danger roll. You've, I mean, you've shaved off more than half now. Okay, that's not a 10. You know, so one of them shoots off in the direction of the, the left corridor and the other one like drops his, his stuff and he falls to his his uh, hands and knees uh, doing the, the classic like uh, <laughs> prostration before a deity like, please, please. Slavering all over your boot there, um, Horg. Grab him by the, the scruff and tell us what's
2: ahead here.
1: He points to the left. Ah, that's where we live. He points to the right. That's where the guests go.
2: When they leave, do they ever come back this way?
1: They use the exit as the other way.
2: Are there more than you and the one that ran away?
1: This is all of us. We're just trying to have some fun.
2: Well,
0: go away. Go your way and nurse your grudge, but don't darken our feet again. Sure. Did you let him go? Well, Horg's got him, so that's up to him. El Horg.
2: I don't have any mean or characteristics or anything, unfortunately. <laughs> Shoves him away. He's like, don't bother me again.
1: Of course not. Of course not. You're, you're the boss. You're the boss. And so he, right. he kind of backs away half on his knees, like doing the, the prostration with his with his open palms against the floor, <laughs> off in the direction of his friend, where his friend ran.
0: It's nice to have somebody bowing to me for once.
1: I wasn't bowing at you. He was bowing at Cork, but fair enough. <laughs> You can interpret it any way you want.
2: So there's nothing other than their like shoddy spears and stuff laying around here.
1: No, no, it's 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 crappy goblin equipment. Uh, it's worse than you have, so nothing fancy.
2: Continue on the way. Uh, the guests go.
1: Okay, about ten fifteen feet to the right, picking up your torch and everything. You um, see a an oak door, very similar to the one you opened in the in the behind the demon leads to a room that is very similar there are major differences it's lit by torches uh it's a little deeper like it's not it's not as uh rectangular in shape as this room but other than that it looks identical same rough hue and in interior right ahead you have a mirror that's the same dimensions two by one meters golden frame
0: i look carefully at that door in the mirror has anything been written on it
1: do you mean the the inside of the door when you close the door to the room? Yes. Uh, nothing.
0: A lot of piece of stale bread and suck on it a minute while I think
1: about it. <laughs> Do you want to try anything in particular? You don't want to go hammer the mirror again? Yeah, I'm thinking of hammer the mirror.
0: Before we try that, well, maybe you'll not want to be looking, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kneel in front of the mirror and I'm gonna lift my veil and I'm gonna show my scars. And I'm going to uh, supplicate the mercy of Heimel to the mirror.
1: What does that mean exactly?
0: I'm going to show him my scars, and I'm going to beg him to let us in.
1: <laughs> okay, so your friend is doing that in front of the mirror. I let him do that for a while, <laughs> and then go, on. are you done? Well, I
0: we could turn on all day, but yeah, I put my veil down and... And withdraw.
2: So then I go and knock a little on the the mirror to see if it uh, feels like the other one.
1: Hammerhead goes right through the mirror like it's made of uh, made of liquid mirror. Well, that was more like what I was hoping would happen with the
0: first one. Let's walk through.
1: All right. Awesome. So walking through the mirror, you end up in a you end up in a room that is about the same dimensions. Straight ahead is an open door. Behind you is a, an identical two-by-one-meter mirror. There's a little hearth in the room, some very bare-bones furnishing, as if, uh, you know, you can, you can sit here if you want to. But it's not really like a lounge or a guest room or anything. We got
2: furniture, we got uh...
1: a little hearth and a door straight ahead of you, an uh, oaken door, similar to the one you entered to to get into the room you just exited into this one through the mirror.
2: Go through the other door.
1: Okay. Open the door, and you find a pretty uh, decently sizable room, Uh, about double the size of the room you just came from. There's a lamp standing on a central table. There you can see bookcases, a bed, uh, and you see a, uh, a hunchbacked older man sitting at the table reading a book. There are two kind of disturbingly large wolves sleeping at his feet. There's also to the to the right there's another oaken door.
2: React to us coming in.
1: I should probably use the mechanics of this game, shouldn't I? This softly. <laughs> oh, That ain't good. So he looks up from his book when you open the door and he looks like he's had the worst day in his life so far. Uh and and you know you showed up, and this is the opportunity to just unload. So uh, he slams the book shut with a with a, the sound of a book slamming shut. And um, the two wolves jerk awake. And they start looking around, and, and he, he looks at you and goes, who are you to come in here? And, and of course, the wolves pick up his um, mental stating. Rarrr! And I go,
2: we may be your doom, and I'm going to do my spell here. Opening
1: a chaos cauldron
2: underneath them.
1: (laughs) What do you imagine it does?
2: Opens a swirling magical portal to some chaos dimension.
1: Okay. (laughs) Great. Uh, And that just happens, right? Takes one action. It's
2: up to you whether or not there's, there's any sort of role or anything.
1: I don't, think there's a, I don't think there's a necessity for a roll. You use your spell. Your spell slot is empty. You can describe what the Chaos Cauldron does to this lovely man, his two wolves, and the table with the lamp.
2: Just a whirl of light and dark energy swirling around that envelops the, his feet and the, the feet of the, of the, the wolves and the, the table and then just whoop, yanks him down.
0: yeah that's going to make him feel better he's really going to be open to negotiations now
2: but he's not here anymore so we don't have to worry about it now begins the looting
1: (laughs) great what do you do there's still a bookcase in the bed
2: (laughs) you start looking around for stuff to take what looks looks valuable (laughs) what looks magical
1: Anybody checking out the bookcase? I am checking out the bookcase. The PC finds a useful book, roll 1D. The result is the number of questions the book can answer. A lot of it seems to be like drivel and notes, like personal notes. And it doesn't seem very interesting. But there are three books that appear to be like from somewhere else. So roll 2D6 three times. Let's see what they are. in one. So one is a book on sword fighting. One is a book on astrology and one is a book on art. Clearly nobody read it. <laughs> it's it's completely like unused. It's like <laughs> mint in box.
0: <laughs> I've been looking for one of these. It's
1: a the first edition. Yes, pretty much, right? It's it's been very carefully like wrapped and so forth and, and nobody's ever read it. Ooh, pretty pictures. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ask how many questions of each book?
1: one uh, d6 per each, so for each. So uh, you can either roll them now or or when you want to ask a question. Okay. Let's let's do a will roll for like just combing the the rest of the room for anything useful if you want to like just ransack it, Horg. Okay. Danger roll. Not that there's any real danger. There you go. Okay. Well, nothing really important interesting. Like there, there's some bed clothes stuff, empty bottle.
2: I'm not finding anything interesting. How about you?
0: Sure, no amulet over here, but man, I got a first edition of Frommer's Complete Guide to Art. (laughs) In (laughs) fact, there's some examples of some really good high fashion in here, too. So, that will look really good on my shelves on my future estate.
2: Wizard should have some treasure, right? Where's, Where's the treasure? I don't know. There's that other door. Yeah, there's another door in this room, okay.
1: Yes, yes. There's a there's a door immediately to the right. In your excitement and your casting of Chaos Cauldron, you you missed it. Go open that door. Yeah, yeah. You try the door. It's it's very locked. Chances are you just sent the key to a Chaos Dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smash it open. <laughs> okay. Give me a give me a strength danger roll. I stand one side, holding my hand drill.
2: You need advantage for tools.
1: Yeah, if you have, like, a hatchet or, or something, then I'll give you an advantage.
2: I think my companion has a hatchet, I have a
1: hammer. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. We can put some preparatory holes kind
0: of around the lock.
1: So the worst, the worst guests. <laughs> or even
0: try to drill out the lock mechanism. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll do some, I'll do, drill some holes in the door in preparation to us hacking at the door so that maybe okay. it'll give more easily. Perfect.
1: It works like a charm. Uh, even though the door is fine oak, it comes apart at the right in the right places, and uh, you break through into a corridor, uh, which you seem to be at the bottom of. Uh, it moves to the north considerable distance, almost a hundred feet.
2: Corridor. No other doors. Nothing other than corridor.
1: Uh, you think there? The, it looks like almost the. The end of the corridor to the north you see, uh, obviously in the very end, there appears to be uh, a door. This corridor is also torch lit. There seems to be like an alcove for a door almost at the end on the on the left side of the corridor.
2: Third, marching down the
1: corridor. Okay. Let's see what horrible things are in this corridor. Because obviously there has to be some horrible things in the corridor. Unless they were just bored and were like...
2: Let's just make them walk a long way. That'd be annoying, wouldn't it?
1: This is an excellent description. So the so the box text says: uh, "On the hideously decorated walls are torches. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is covered with a red carpet." Okay,
0: full of art. He was really into when he did this.
1: No, no, no. It, they no. are hideously decorated. I mean, if I mean, okay, we could we can read that however we want. It could be really bad art.
0: His architect was just. Man, it takes true genius to make something as awful as this. It's really tacky.
1: Huh? Yeah, it's like that Cardi B video from recently with the turquoise and. Uh...
0: I I may have to blindfold myself to get past this wallpaper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you draw near to to the room here, uh, the the door in the uh, to the left, right, you hear kind of a sad kind of muted, sad singing through the door. It sounds like a woman singing a sad tune.
0: Well, in my danger and peril, I will listen.
1: I want to I put like a clip of like Spaceballs with the princess singing. Nobody knows. You can't hear precisely what, what it is, but um, it sounds sad. It, you also, Although, if you're that close to the door, you could probably hear that someone is playing something as well, like a stringed instrument of some kind. It's nice.
2: I'll open the door.
1: You see a room there's a little table on one side of the room, there's a bed at the very end and, and a chair. On the chair, there's a half naked woman who looks kind of pale and corpsified, but not like a vampire or something. She just looks sick. She's chained to the wall in the same manner that the demon in the previous the, the room way back when was chained to the floor. So the chain goes to a to a collar and she stops. Singing and playing when, when she sees you when you open the door. Hello, Madam Succubus. Who are you?
0: I'm Tuesday, liberator of enslaved persons and creatures around these parts, because I can really empathize with them. <laughs> I've been there.
1: You've been a slave, right? I forgot. Are you, and she almost like, it's like uh, all the emotions are, are, are crowding in her throat. She's like, are you, are you here to rescue me? I'm a little tall
2: for a stormtrooper.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're doing some collateral rescuing.
0: We are looking for something, but uh, we will be very happy to help you.
1: Please, please. She puts down the, oh, she was holding a lyre. So she puts that down and, and, and she, you know, pulls at her chain. Can, can you free me? Who has imprisoned you? Oh, Heimel, the wizard.
2: I'll describe the guy that I sent to the chaos.
1: No, no, no. That is not Heimel. That, would, that was his brother. He's he's uh, the the gatekeeper or or something.
0: That explains why we didn't find the thing in that room. Well, let's see. I've used up my acid today.
1: Why has he imprisoned you here? He desired me a long time ago, and he's kept me here, and he's prevented me from growing old. But he doesn't let me go. I'm I'm stuck here like this.
2: Would you be able to help us find what is the name of the thing?
1: There was an object of power. The the. It might be a power stone. It might be an artifact of power or the artifact of power or what, what have you. Like, if you want to invent a name for it, it's fine. Go for it. Whatever you say, she says she doesn't know anything about it. I'm just called in to entertain him. That, that's all.
2: Do you know your way about this uh, strange dungeon?
1: I, I could point you to where I entertain him. Yeah, I could show you.
2: So I can try to see if I can break you out of here with, with the hammer?
1: Yes, yes, please. So she moves out of the way and she, she pulls the chain taut. Is there a
0: fire in this room? No. Okay.
1: Uh, there was a hearth uh, back in the the room preceding the gatekeeper's room, uh, Heimel's brother's room if you want to collect embers or something, but that may be a little overkill.
0: Yeah, we'll just go to with the hammers to start with.
1: All right.
2: Start beating at the, the ring as it it's hooked into the the stone there, so either it or the stone
1: might give the stone would make more sense, I think uh you'd be able to crack that um to leave in the iron. I think now that you don't have acid work at the anchor, I mean you have the right tools, so let's let's just do uh let's see if you get I actually managed to get her free, right, so let's do a danger roll with the advantage. I think you can probably add raw power here whichever one of you has a bonus plus two on will. Well, add the add the plus two, and then uh, roll with advantage. We get we get a ten then. Excellent. So the anchor comes loose, clangs to the floor, uh, and and she uh, almost jumps uh, with joy, and you know tears start streaming down her face, and um, you know she leaps into the arms of the nearest person, probably Horg, and she starts mumbling in your ear, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you," and then you start. Feeling her move toward your neck, yep. with her mouth, yep. Oh man,
2: that is not the proper way to thank your rescuers, madam. I toss her across the room.
1: Ah, uh, she doesn't want to let go. Uh, how about you do a danger roll with your with your strength?
2: Ooh, only a nine.
1: Oh no. Okay, she bites your neck. Of course she does. Let's see, see if it's bad or not though. Nah, it's not. It's not too bad. Part of her, uh, her bite like catches in the in the gorget that you're wearing um so she can't really get a good um good bite in and really rip rip your throat out but her her demeanor has changed now to something like a like a really hungry animal and she's just like oh i must i must we can point you to a giant
0: (laughs) that'll give you at least six more liters
1: (laughs) i know a couple of goblins oh
0: yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> appetizers. She doesn't appear to be very, very like, like uh, with it. She's just completely lost in this hunger, whatever it is, right? And she's trying to, she's trying to eat Horg's throat, but it's not going so well. What do you do, Holt Couture Man?
0: Grab the chain and get a good grip on it and uh, haul back on it to kind of drag her away from Horg.
1: Gimme. Give me a dangerous strength with advantage. The things are again. Very nice. <laughs> so she comes loose from Horgan and she's like, uh, her eyes go wide and, and they're kind of glassed over and, and uh, it's like her pupils have di- dilated to almost completely overtake her, uh, her irises. She's like, <gasps> no, 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 right. As you're pulling her away, uh, from Horg. She's trying to fight being pulled away, like she grabs like the the bed and then the chair and then, you know, but you, you pull her away. And she starts pleading in a in a like a crazy crazy addict kind of way, like, no, please, just a little I must eat. You wanna take her to the goblins? Give them to her? That would
2: make her more
1: rational.
0: Yeah, why not? See if we can get back the way we came.
1: So as you're debating this, she turns and, and sees you. <laughs>
2: and if she Turns is going well, I'm gonna to try to grab the chains, like tackle her and tie her with the
1: chain. Cool, cool, cool. Let's do a let's do a uh first a Dex to see if you can get to her before she gets to um uh Tuesday. Okay. Nope. <laughs> you just missed her. <laughs> so she jumps at Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday uh if you want to defend yourself here you're gonna to have to do a danger roll with probably dex or um Either like leaping out of the way, or or holding her at bay would be strength. Your your choice. You have, I mean, you're holding the chain as well. So if you want to use uh, strength and you want to overpower her, I'll give you advantage if you want to attempt to like restrain her.
0: Good option.
1: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so she attempts to eat you.
0: Well, I guess it's time to throw up the veil and say, ah, oh, you might find the skin a little tough. <laughs>
1: So, do you have any kind of armor at all?
0: Got a cloak.
1: Okay, not armor.
0: No, I have no armor.
1: She wrestles past your attempts to hold her at bay. She doesn't find purchase in your neck. She like bites into your shoulder uh, and attempts to kind of bite a piece loose. She doesn't get that far, but she kind of sinks her teeth in and like. So reduce your um your health by two from six to four.
0: Ah! Ow! Ah! Ah! Would you say five out of five? You'd eat here again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. She's mumbling like, oh, oh, so good. Oh, 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 oh. She's trying to masticate into your into your shoulder there. If you want to do something about this org, you have advantage because uh, she, she's lost in her.
0: Will that hung you down enough for you to go to the goblins and eat them.
1: Take the chain and tie her up with it. Strength danger roll advantage. There we go. There's a success. Okay. So finally, you manage to restrain her, and she's got like blood pouring down the the front of her face. <laughs> like oh, your oh. cost me fifteen gold florins. Yes, yes, the, your your haute couture is is ripped <laughs> and bloodied. <laughs> How awful!
0: How are we gonna negotiate with those, with Heimdall now?
1: She's licking her fingers at me, like kind of lost. You won't take me seriously at this.
2: The only Exit here was the same way we came.
1: This is just a cell, essentially.
2: The corridor continued beyond the cell.
1: Yes. So this was a this was a door in the in the left wall of the cell. Uh, if you go out into the corridor again and and turn to the north, then uh, like it's just a fifteen feet, and then there's a door that is the end of the, the corridor.
0: Let's see the wallpaper and remark
1: that. Well, I thought that bite was painful, but man.
2: <laughs> Do we take her with us?
1: I mean, she's kind of half rolling around in the chain, uh, trying trying to get at your ankles ineffectively. <laughs> we
2: could turn her loose on uh, on the wizard.
1: So maybe we shouldn't give her any
0: more appetizers until then.
2: The bite she got didn't seem to lessen her frenzy any.
1: Well, a little bit. Like, it sated her a little, little bit, but it's like, uh, you know, giving, giving a, a dog like a the first little treat, <laughs> and then they expect a lot more. What do you say?
0: I don't know. If we wanted to calm her down a little bit, I'd say we'd have to limit her to one of the goblins. We couldn't give her both.
2: I don't even know that we'll be able to get back to the goblins, really.
0: Probably not, no. It's probably solid mirror on this side. So, yeah, forward.
1: Okay. This door is unlocked. No problem. So you open it, and you enter a room, kind of... um yeah uh, you're in one of the longer you come out of the, of the one of the longer walls in a, in kind of a long rectangular room the shorter wall to the um to the right uh is is much closer than the shorter wall to the left like you're up up in one end of the of the room essentially and it is th- it's like walking into a dining hall from beauty and the beast there's a table with a ta- beautiful tablecloth. Well, I don't know if, be, if it's beautiful, considering the room, the corridor you just exited. It's probably a little tacky. But the whole long table is filled with food. Like, it's uh, spilling over with rich, a rich feast of all kinds of stuff. Uh, grapes, boar, turkey, you name it. Everything's present.
0: I bet those planters are just gold-painted. <laughs> Probably.
1: Uh, around the walls there are uh, cupboards with glass glass doors where you can see uh, porcelain clothing. The floor is covered. <laughs> this is again wonderful description. Uh, the floor is covered with garish carpets. <laughs> the walls are um, covered in, in red tapestry. Uh, and when I say tapestry, I don't mean like hanging tapestries. I mean like paper tapestry that you put on walls you know in cheap ass places like you like you put up wallpaper yeah that's the word like it's it's red wallpaper there's actually at the very end there's a there's a like a magnificent four corner bed with uh with a ceiling that that you can you can close the sides with with the you know drapes and such no other exits Yes. Yeah, so uh, immediate, well, not immediately, but um, to your right, I believe there's one door. Yes, there's a central door to the to the right, very close to you. And at the very other end of the room, in the same wall that you just came out of, there's uh, another door.
0: Well, there were there were those glass-fronted cabinets and stuff, and there are clothes. Yes. I'm wondering if there any of the shirts are in my size. <laughs>
1: Very possible. Do you want to rifle through them? Sure. And if
0: I find one, then I can take the remnants of my current shirt and, like, staunch the bleeding before I put any new shirts on. Yeah,
1: I think you find, like, a very stylish blouse.
0: Loose and breathable. It's great.
1: Yeah. While he does that, I go check that there's nobody in the bed. Okay, there's nobody in the bed. It's empty. It's unused for now.
2: Which way do you think
1: yeah. Do you want to loop the place first, or <laughs>
0: stashed away in here? Anywhere. Put all the
1: silverware in your pockets. <laughs>
0: How does our friend feel about cooked food?
1: She she's still kind of half delirious, uh, mumbling to herself about just uh, just a taste, just a little more. I have to eat.
0: Well, at this point, if he's still if she's still mumbling like that, she she said that she would show us to where he would be taken to
1: entertain. Unfortunately she's no longer coherent in that sense. Take a drumstick and stick it in her mouth. She spits it out like Gollum spits out a cooked fish. Well,
0: guess it's gonna be live.
1: <laughs> yes, raw and wriggling.
0: <laughs> but you know, it's better than stale bread, so uh I'll probably have a drumstick myself before we move on.
1: Oh, it's delicious. It is. It's uh you probably never had better. Wow.
0: I'd like to meet a chef. <laughs> she's
1: probably around here somewhere door on the right okay to your uh, to your delight it is un unlocked you open it and you enter a huge kitchen it has kind of that white painted vaulted um, style there's um you know cooking areas there uh, like a huge uh, almost like a like a bathing wooden wooden bath almost sized uh, water filled uh, something where where uh you think I think it's fish swimming around in it, maybe to one side there's like a hundred different dishes being cooked at once, and in the midst of all this madness, there's a beautiful elf woman uh she has a uh what looks like a copper ring around her neck like a like a collar um and she appears to be uh washing dishes uh she's kind of dressed in a rag
2: you are you opening the door yet?
1: Uh, she does not, does not appear to have noticed that you have entered. Uh, there's there's the noise from various uh, cooking pots and uh, and her own uh, humming as she's uh, trying to maybe bring some joy to some very dull work. Then step back, close the door. <laughs> okay. That's the
2: kitchen. A
0: lot of cooks in there?
1: Just
2: the oh, one that I saw.
0: Well, far be it for me to disturb the manager's work?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chained girl keeps mumbling about about just a little more, just a taste, please.
2: We'll, we'll get you to somebody you can taste soon enough.
0: And since I didn't see the uh, little lobster pot or whatever, I can't suggest giving some of those to her.
2: So let's go try the other door.
0: The one person who probably deserves to be freed, and we're going to <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: walk the other way.
1: Well, to be fair, you've had some very bad experiences so far. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, we had a great experience with the demon, except he didn't us everything we wanted to know.
1: Yeah, you did everything he wanted. <laughs> this door is also unlocked, uh, and it leads to a southward-facing corridor, similar to the garish, awful one that you went through, but it's not quite as awful. It's about half the length. Uh, halfway in, there's um, there's a door on the left side, uh, or it would be to the right-hand side if you walk through the down through the corridor. There's a sign beside this door. It says chemicals. Let's
0: see if I can get the sign off the wall. There's nobody that we'll need to show the sign to, but here's a sign, so
1: Sure, I mean that's that's no problem. You take the sign off the wall.
0: Might as well take a sign with us in case. At
1: least we have a sign, yeah.
0: Yes. We have it well maybe it may not be the sign, but it is a sign.
1: <laughs> see we have the sign.
0: <laughs> and let's check out the chemistry lab.
1: Okay, you want to go in there? Okay. So you enter a dark cavern room about ten foot uh to the ceiling. So walls are covered with uh uh cases, shelves full of uh bottles and, and uh containers, glassy containers. Uh you think uh they're the it seem to be full of uh herbs, oils, uh various liquids. There are some clearly some like workbenches. They're that that are meant for, for mixing stuff, but it appears everything has been cleaned away for now. Nobody, nobody is currently in the process of making anything.
0: And he's got everything, I would imagine, well-ordered and labeled and...
1: Yes, absolutely. So
0: I can find the acid and uh, my own uh... supply and perhaps.
1: Let's see if you are lucky. What would that be? Well, uh, roll a d6. Four. Okay, you do not, in fact, find any acid. There are a few other things, though I mean, there was
0: oil and lye, we could make soap
1: that that is there, yes, you can make soap if you make soap,
0: but that takes a long time.
1: There are some interesting there are some interesting labels, though
0: well, let's read them.
1: One label says Dumbstrong. Okay. another label says trickster, another label says little genius, and uh another label says wizard
0: wow mutative magics in potion form. And I think we can probably take the labels quite literally. So I want to pocket the trickster and the wizard. Okay. The other was dumb strong and little... Genius. Little genius. So whoever takes that is going to shrink down to the size of a... Well, somewhere between a potato and a dwarf. But be really smart. What the heck, we might as well take all four of them along just in case we need a little genius (laughs) or are willing to sacrifice our uh, higher thinking functions to be able to smash something really good.
1: Hey, you never know. You satisfied? Yeah, I think I'm satisfied. Okay. Moving out of the the lab, there's only one door left, and that is the the door at the very end, and somebody has scrawled private exclamation mark across the door in white paint. Oh, it's got to be the place then.
0: <laughs> like everything, it is a little bit garish, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is a little at odds with the interior that it at least attempts to be somewhat less tacky than the other corridor.
0: I take out my chalk and try to uh, render it in a more pleasing typeface. I won't be able to get rid of the paint, but I can like put it up above and say, <laughs> it should look a little more like this.
1: I take out my chalk and spell check. <laughs> Fine, okay. So you're you're vandalizing the door. Cool.
0: Is this one locked?
1: Try the door and find it is in fact unlocked.
0: I suppose he figures a civilized person will uh, heed the warning. So, after you.
1: All right. Go in with uh with our charge. Okay. So you enter a brightly lit. What seems like a wizard's laboratory, and unlike the chemical laboratory or the alchemical laboratory, this appears to be like a weird mix of lenses, copper frames, coils uh, with with electrical or or like lightning traveling around them. And this is what I'm what I'm talking about right here. Is like uh, what's in the center of the room. Uh, around the room there are uh, shelves and cases of pipes like various what looks like mechanical stuff and tubing and uh, glass shapes um very odd in the center of the room there is a man appears to be uh he's tall he doesn't look to be any particular age like he might be anywhere from 30 to 50 kind of indeterminate He's wearing uh these gray uh robes and he seems to be absorbed in working with some kind of um huge ruby that is bathing the entire room uh, or tinting the entire room in a in a reddish light. There's there's a lot of light coming from other sources uh which seem to be either magical or or mechanical in origin. Uh but this ruby just covers everything it is covered by a a glass like a like a glass cover like a, a glass uh what do you call it like um you know the 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 glass stuff that you put on top of a of a of a cake right in a in a fancy cake store like it looks like something like that and uh you know there are also clearly like weird books here and there and texts in the room this very likely is the wizard you're looking for and the ruby is very likely the item of power you're looking for. Uh, He has not discovered that anyone's entered the room yet. Size of my fist. It's probably bigger, actually.
2: (laughs) I would say if you have any clever ideas, you better convey them to Horde very quickly, because he's about to start doing the stupid stuff.
0: (laughs) Shall I offer you the uh, bottle of a little genius?
2: You'd have, That's not being quick. If you start fumbling, fumbling around with bottles, it's probably not going to...
0: I will open the bottle of Wizard and Bottoms Up. Okay. I am imbibing the bottle of Wizard.
1: Uh, you temporarily gain a spell slot. Congratulations. Roll for a spell.
0: Okay, this is 1-4.
1: Ethereal element plus physical form. So roll for an ethereal element first.
0: The ethereal element, a 3-2... Lightning. Lightning. Ooh.
1: And the physical form is? Four, three. The lightning mask. Interesting.
2: While he's doing that and not stopping Horg, Horg is releasing the vampire succubus woman and hurling her at the wizard.
1: <laughs> bon appetit. He's about to move to get a, a a piece of an instrument of some kind. She stumbles toward him. And goes, yes, yes, ah, ah, right? And he's surprised, and she's on him, and the two of them start to wrestle and knock down things in the center here. Uh, like, there's some dangerous-looking copper-coiled lightning-spewing apparatus that falls to the floor and scatters, and there's, like, a little electrical bolts jetting everywhere. It's um, perfect. <laughs> and he's screaming, no, you are ruining everything! At her, and she's trying to bite him. Very nice. Very nice. I cast the lightning mask. Okay, and what does that do in your estimation?
0: The lightning mask, it kind of has this outward form of like, you see the lightning playing around my face, but its effect is that it's going to protect my body from discharges of lightning and electricity around the room. Okay. And so I will be able to walk up and, uh, Lift the glass case and try to take the ruby.
1: Very nice. So you do that. You lift the, the glass case, and as you lift the glass case, a very powerful bolt of lightning, you know, it's, it's released from the from the glass case. But since you have your lightning mask on, you are spared the almost certain death that this would have uh, resulted in, and you can actually reach in and take the stone.
0: And yeah, at that point, I am gonna. Put the case down and... No, I'm not going to walk away. I'm going to take the ruby.
1: (laughs) You grab the ruby. You feel it in your hand. You feel it's... You feel it's... How can I put this? Unlimited power in your hands, right? And you realize in that moment that you could attempt to make yourself incredibly powerful by tapping this thing with your mind. Well, let's
0: see. What do we know of Tuesday? So far, up to this point. The great liberator, the, uh, former slave, sarcastic, likes his fine clothes. Really, I'm not seeing a whole lot that's... I'm not seeing a whole lot of moral scruple that's actually going to stop him. He's probably going to tell himself, Hey, you know, if I've got this power, I could probably go out and liberate all the people I want. So, I am probably going to have disadvantage on any will roll against, uh
1: succumbing to this temptation. We can do a danger roll if you want, to see if you can hold your...
0: Or I can just decide.
1: Up to you. If you don't want to decide, we can do a uh, danger roll.
0: I think my hubris is going to run out of control. Okay. okay. I'm a, I'm a wizard Tuesday. <laughs> I'm becoming a wizard Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah. Let's tap and see what happens.
1: Well, there's not really a roll here. It's just... um. You tap into what is uh, in some quarters of this land uh, referred to as the heart of the gods, uh, which is a, an artifact, uh, kind of, um, well, it came about as a, as a result of um, a war between two uh, groups of gods in this land, which, uh, you know, their, their fighting left uh, the land changed in the fashion that, that it is today with its weird um, paleozoic flora and fauna and and unnatural weather and so forth. And uh, all of the untapped hate, rage, power, energy enclosed in that conflict is released into you. Uh Uh-oh. So Tuesday, as we know, Tuesday ceases to exist.
0: There goes all of my congeniality.
1: (laughs) In Tuesday's place is a luminous red uh, ginormous probably cramped in this room being which i mean probably the room will have to change to suit you come to think of it yeah
0: either that or he's going to have to take out the bottle of little genius so that he can fit through the door
1: that will no longer have any effect on you no 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 (laughs) you've just you've just turned yourself into a god my friend He
0: is an NPC now,
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So Horg, you you and the wizard watch in horror, you more the, longer than the wizard because the wizard is very quickly then eaten by the um, by the woman he imprisoned. As Tuesday is changed into a completely demented red version of the blue dude from Watchmen, essentially. Yeah, I, I think that's where we're get, we're going to draw this to a close with with. You're probably not getting to enjoy your ill-gotten gains here. <laughs> <laughs> that was inevitable. I'm not
0: even get to read, sit down and read my art book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you mean, read your art book? Such petty mortal concerns are are, are beneath you now. I know. Yes. I know.
2: <laughs> With the mere thought, you can rearrange all that horrid, uh, yeah, horrid art to to new horrid art.
0: <laughs> yes. In place of the ca- cavern system, a grand palace.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: But... <laughs> <laughs> you must dress better than that if you're to be my door guard.
1: <laughs> cool, cool, cool. That was this dungeon. There was, there was another door in the way out which would have led out through the, the way of, the demon way, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Obviously. That was essentially it. Okay. Uh, yeah, the the elf woman was the only non-hostile, <laughs> of course, <laughs> in this whole place. <laughs> well, I guess besides Khan, of course. Khan, Khan is kind of chill. By the time you reach the elf woman, if you've gone the demon way, and then you've you've said hello and freed, um, you know, the uh, the crazy succubus vampire woman, I can totally understand not being too terribly keen on freeing people with collars. <laughs> I think we can leave your, your, your poor, penurious, empowered characters where they are. Uh, you no, know, I'm
0: glad that I didn't come for a skip day.
1: Good, I'm glad. I think we
0: got a pretty good session.
1: Did it work out okay? Was it sufferable enough? Was it entertaining enough? Fun enough. Good for, good for an in-betweener. Yep. Awesome. Thank you for playing. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah.
0: A lot I'll... of fun. Thank you soon. See you. Bye. Bye. Like
1: it. It has a dumb name. We don't have to focus on that.
0: That
1: doesn't sound any better in, better in Swedish. So uh, this is this is probably one of those modules that they sourced from a, a 12-year-old, an enthusiastic 12-year-old who wrote in. It's
2: the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.